Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is fun. It's a fun party. There's no question about it. This is a fun situation. Hey, you guys are here. The fun continues, nay, increases. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Sweet Caroline. That's how you find white people everywhere. That is her battle cry. What's up, y'all? It's Flat Earth Bob here. I'm starting this GoFundMe because I would like to send one if not multiple satellites as far into space as I can or into orbit as I can to find the curve. I'm, I really, I'm looking for the curve. It never ends. We're in a vortex of stupid and it's reduced to a black hole of idiocy and we're never going to escape it now. Okay, take two, folks. And now. It's so good to finally see two middle-aged white guys getting an opportunity. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday morning, the 28th of November. Let's not uh, gloss over the fact that uh, B.O.B. wants to put satellites into where? Orbit to prove that the Earth is flat. Did he say orbit? He said orbit. Oh, orbit. Okay. Yes. You can't put something into orbit yeah. unless the Earth is round. It, it didn't seem to have occurred to him. Well, maybe he just thinks it's an endless orb- orbit that goes straight forever. Don't do it again, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> Save myself. We're, we're going to get into gravity. It's going to be. It's going to be a whole thing, there. Jensen. He's not chill about it. No, I know. N- no. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Gravity turns the ship around. Yeah. That's that was part I wrote down where I was like, that makes me uncomfortable because what if when that doesn't happen? Well, well gravity's we, a constant, Kevin. It'll happen. But yeah, what if it doesn't that turn out. the ship around? It's a slingshot. Right. It, it's, but what if you keep going? Well, there's a lot of what ifs. Grav- no. That's why I'm not you know, doing it. Hey, Kevin, you know what? Of all the what ifs, <laughs> gravity is not one of them. Right. Gravity but, is the one sure thing in this whole equation. Could you get stuck in gravity, though, is what I'm asking. Could you get stuck in yes, gravity around the moon? What does that even mean? <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. I may have interchanged the word gravity and orbit. Sure. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. It's possible. I would like Kevin to explain in his own words how we landed a craft on Mars the other day. Oh, there's a satellite moment, too. Kevin loves oh, science. Oh, Do we have a satellite, satellite moment? Yes. Oh, please. I hate ship right now. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. He wants to put his own satellites in space. To prove that the Earth is flat, that all these other... go in space. Yeah, of course. Where they do. do you think they go, Kevin? Was that a legitimate question, Kevin? No, I think they're in the orbit. Where do you think the orbit is? All right, let's move on. Kevin, <laughs> how could I take the headline away from Bob? Where let's do you think the orbit around space. a planet is? In space, of course. Don't be ridiculous. 
That was a moment with Kevin. I mean, there's a difference between the upper atmosphere, but I don't want to get into it now okay. because I'm right dealing with that. where orbit is. The orbit is not in the upper atmosphere. It's in space. True Bill Nye. <laughs> Could we just do this all day? Could we just well, listen I mean, to moments I'd all day? I'd rather not. Why do we have to move on and do I'd anything else? I'd rather not. If we had another option, what would that other option be? Actually, I do have something I wanted to get into. Okay, good. I could, I could say... I know, I'm disappointed too, Alec. <laughs> we could save this for what's up with Florida, but it won't wait. He happened to be from Florida. I'm sure everybody on the show and everybody listening saw the video that was released yesterday of the Florida man in Switzerland going hang gliding for the first time on his first day of vacation. I did not see this. I did not either. Mm-mm. I did not either. None of you... <laughs> Is that upset or excited? Um, so stunned. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, could, I couldn't avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your, your weird Google alert for him. <laughs> hang gliding Google that's alert. Super bizarre for you. I'm <laughs> so sick of the video by now. All right, so here's the story then from the CBS Evening News. It's going to blow you away. Millions have seen the video today, but it is still hard to believe. A man from Florida whose first hang gliding ride was almost his last. With the views and the backstory, here's Manuel Bohorkas. Yes. Three, two, one. As Chris Gursky on the left was about to take off, it became painfully clear his pilot had not attached Gursky's harness. <gasps> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Is that important? <laughs> that, it, yes. That's key. It yes. is. Okay. So I have many questions about this. I understand that this is the first time the dude had ever gone hang gliding. But I would think there would be a certain fear level that would make you, at a minimum, make sure you were connected to something yeah, of before course. the guy jumped off yeah. the mountain. And you'd right? say, check it a twice and a third time, right. please, because I'm yes. not positive. So this guy jumps off the mountain, cliff, whatever it is, for the, for the ride, and it is immediately evident to both of them that he is not harnessed in. So he is hanging on to a bar that is on the hang glider with his left hand, and then he's hanging on around the neck of the, of the, you know, the plus one uh, with his right hand that gradually throughout the video while they try to land s- keeps slipping lower and lower. Oh At one point he's hanging on to his back, then he's hanging on to his leg. Then his and butt. You, could, you could just tell that this guy is slipping. This guy has seconds to live, basically, unless they can get low enough. It continues. So the glider. Run, 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 run. Wait, after my feet left the ground, it was just like, is this how this is supposed to be? Something's not right here. We got a big problem here. He could barely hang on, clinging for life 4,000 feet in the air for more than two minutes. At one point, I looked down, and I saw the scenery down there. It was all the treetops changing colors and the little farmhouses. And I, I actually thought to myself, that is beautiful. I'm going to fall to my death there. I mean, Jeez. yeah, very legitimate fear at that point. And the guy who's, you know, the instructor, uh, the weight is all out of whack. So he's having so much trouble controlling it. And all he's trying to do is get down to the ground as fast as possible. But because of the way they keep tipping back and forth mm. a little bit, there are times where he's going higher. Meanwhile, his his customer is hanging on with his left hand for dear life. Are you positive he had to go higher? Did he hate the guy from Florida? <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think he wanted this on his resume that right. he killed this dude. I also, probably had five seconds left of me because my hand was starting to slip off that bar. The incident happened last month. It was supposed to be an adventure trip to Switzerland with his wife, who took off before him and was unaware of what was happening. I didn't really dwell on it i you know i i thought it one time but then i just thought that i'm i'm just gonna hang on as hard as i can for as long as i can 
Maybe his wife arranged for it. Right? Maybe uh, that hers was fine. Hers went off without a hitch. You know yeah, what? I, hot take, guys. Yeah. This is what he was looking for. He got the biggest rush in extreme sports history. Like this, I I went ziplining uh-huh. recently during mm-hmm. my honeymoon. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I wanted something to happen, but right. say something happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty cool. I lived through it. Depending on how, yeah, the shape you're in. Sure. Well, yeah, I want to live through it. Sure. But mm-hmm. I'm saying if I were to live through it, this uh-huh. is the best possible scenario. You don't go bungee jumping so that it's the most calm, relaxed thing of all time. I'm not saying you do it for the thrill. Yes, this is the biggest thrill this man could have had. But there's a huge thrill in doing what he's doing without falling to his death. Maybe, but he got the best one ever. <laughs> no one can ever beat this. So they're going to start offering this package? Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. This is called the hang-on package. If you go to my website, which is justmyname.com, I will be offering packages of not harnessed in at all. You just literally are floating in air I like it. One of you will die, but the rest of you are going to have a great time. Well, you haven't heard about his injuries yet. I don't know if that makes a difference to your plan. Uh, Hold uh, the business. I hold the business. (laughs) Okay, why don't you stop selling packages until you hear the rest (laughs) of it? He says he hit the ground going about 45 miles per hour, breaking his wrist and tearing a muscle. Mm. By the way, he has uh, seven screws and a titanium plate in his wrist as well. Mm. Um, he, He held on literally as long as he could, and I'm using that word correctly here, and then he just fell. They weren't, I mean, how far did it say in the tape? 40, 40 feet? 45 40, feet, yeah. Yeah, hmm. something like that. So he fell a long way, and then the, the and then the instructor, you know, continued on and landed as quickly as he could. And said to himself, finally. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it's just, an, it's an astonishing story. We'll post, I'm sure Dave's got the video uh, ready to post. We'll post that up on all the Kevin Bean socials so you can see it if you did miss it yesterday. But, I mean, maybe Jensen's right. Maybe, I mean, except for the, you know, except for the extreme pain. Maybe he's got a story he'll never forget. The most exciting day of his whole life. Yeah, you know? this is what like every Mountain Dew commercial is about. Like this, <laughs> this, this I is, don't think that's true. Yes, <laughs> this, is, this is the rush you're looking for when you do these kind of things. And I'm saying again, myname.com. That's my website. I will be offering packages. Listen, insurance is going to be tough to get. Sure, but yes. I will pay out of pocket. You just have to wave it. You yes. just have to wave you insurance. Have to wa- oh yeah, if you die, Mountain whatever. Dew will pay for it because oh. at the end the tagline's like "Do the hang." Yeah, do, and they hold up the do. Do death. Yeah. I think we've just created a business. business. Dude, yes, it's business the one that's here. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? That's more. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Jeff Ross and David Tell will be here. Oh, they're delightful. How exciting is that? Bumping mics. The good dudes. Funny, right, Allie? Real. Well, that's the name of the special. It sounded real weird. <laughs> sure did. It. Yeah. <laughs> real good. I found it on YouTube with Jensen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We have uh, William Shatner has a Christmas album. Oh, and it's called yeah. Shatner Claus, and mm-hmm. it's great. It is great. It delivers beyond what you think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, it could be the worst album ever made. It actually yeah. could. And on top of that, it's great yeah. because it's so bad. <laughs> I can't wait. It's horrible. I just had the best idea for William Shatner. Okay. Songs to get you in the mood. Okay. And it's called Shatner the Bed. Oh. I'm not positive. That's listen. It's my name. It, the website is myname.com. dot com. Alan and I are working better. with William Shatner. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been brand, uh, banned from Instagram. Oh, it's unbelievable. And I got to tell you, I'm almost done. Oh, I really, no. I, I, you've honestly, given up. I honestly don't care that much anymore. Okay. You love and use Instagram, yeah. though. Yeah, but what's my life without it? Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Do I need it? Not really. Okay. I'm good. You sound but, mad. But I was mad for a while. <laughs> okay. But now I'm just sort of. Eh. It's been like a week, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a long time in my world. You're stranded, too. <laughs> no one's talking to you. Correct. You, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, are we doing What's Up in Florida, Bean? Yes, we are. Okay. That's coming up this morning. And also, we've got your tickets for K-Rock's Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas and Bud Light Backstage Passes as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, though, Allie's here with our first look at what's happening on a Wednesday morning. So we've got David Tell and Jeff Ross coming in later. Yes. Uh, David Tell, like, on my top five list of comedians. Fantastic. So funny. We have another super funny guy coming in end of the week. I won't say it now because not sure he's confirmed, but also on my top five. He's and, confirmed, and, he, and he Bill is. Burr is coming in. Bill Burr on Friday. Yep, right. So that's two of my top five. Right. Now I'm going to give someone listening a chance to see another guy on my top five tickets to see Jim Jeffries, you guys. Yay! That's three of the five. We have two left. Three is of the five. Gallagher one and Gallagher two? Yes. Okay. His brother, right? His yeah. twin brother? Insane. Uh-huh. Are, were no they twins? Real- uh, no, brothers. No, I don't think so. No, just brothers. But okay. they've sued each other over the act. Sweet. It's a great story. They're like the, the Gallaghers. But right. Gallagher, right? <laughs> no, uh, no room in your top five for the meeting comedian? No. God, no, no. Well, he's an exception. Like, he's outside the top five. He's, he's above an, everyone. But he's also more of an entertainer. You know right. what I mean? Like, he has right. a full true. show. Yeah. Yeah. Don't he's pigeonhole musical. him as a comedian. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Fair he, he crosses so many genres. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So how about a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries, The Yay! Night Talker Tour? It's happening at the theater at the Ace Hotel, April 5th, 2019. Be caller 10 right now, and you're going to get a pair of tickets to see the amazing, the incomparable Jim Jeffries. You guys still in on The Walking Dead? It's funny you should ask that, because I am, and I was watching the mid-season finale on mm-hmm. Sunday night, and I thought, you know... This show doesn't need to go on forever. <laughs> They're getting ready to go into season nine next year. Right. I don't know, I don't know how long it needs to be on the air. Okay. I watch about one out of every three episodes. Uh-huh. So I wait for a couple of weeks and then I just pick right up because it's pretty easy. If you've been watching it the whole time, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to yeah. catch up. I mean, it's it's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's apparently, mostly walking, right? They just a lot walk of walking around. And yeah. they're, they're dead. Yeah. No, not for me. Um, Apparently, some really epic plot twists. I won't say what they were, but a big deal happened. On this show. Well, a major character died on Sunday. Yes. Okay. But, it was Glenn. But. Again. Someone's also back. Right? Someone's also back. All right, back. listen. Anyway, if the you point <laughs> is. Uh, it you seems watched like, it. Why don't you? Okay. It seems like fans aren't super invested right. anymore. Okay. Uh, hit another ratings low for the season, which has already seen several drags. Sunday's Evolution was the lowest rated and least watched midseason finale for the AMC series ever. It had a 2.0 rating and an audience of 5.1 million. Still a great number. Yeah, I'm going to say again, that's a success. Still a great number. Not as great as it was. You heard me, a success. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman, I think you know him, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Um, His next apocalyptic tale is Taking Shape. He's now signed on um, for an agreement to produce something called Five Year. It's an international series chronicling the final five years before a fatal meteor destroys the planet. Oh, I love that. Yeah, they're going to focus on how people across the globe choose to live after learning that the world will end in five years. Each year is going to play out as a season. 
And each version will have its own unique characters and stories that will follow that same timeline. I love that. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I love it. Could you uh, clarify for me? We're talking about who? Yeah, I'm not sure. What, Kevin, what is his? And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. But we're also going to talk about a uh, movie. I'm sorry, a TV show. show too. A TV show that is on AMC (laughs) that is fantastic. And uh, the creator of the graphic novel is uh, Robert Kingsman. Nope, Kirkman. (laughs) Can't read my own writing. Robert Kirkman. (laughs) (laughs) That was a moment with Kevin. That was uh, was Las Vegas, and I just walked right up and started doing the show, and that Mm -hmm. may not have been the best choice for a person with my skills. Right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you stayed up all night that night. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Let's only play moments with Kevin all day long. This is ridiculous. I love it. I love it. Is it fun? It's a hot theme today. It's real good. So MGM and Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions have confirmed the remake to the Clive Barker 90s horror film Candyman. What? You guys. So Peele said the original was a landmark film for black representation in the horror genre of film. Alongside Night of the Living Dead, Candyman was a major inspiration for me as a filmmaker. And to have a bold new talent like Nia at the helm of this project is truly exciting. Up-and-coming director Nia DaCosta is going to helm the, quote, spiritual sequel to the 1992 slasher classic. Production expected to begin next spring and it's gonna come out on june 12th 2020 i'll remember that because that's my birthday <laughs> that uh one time in a movie theater you know how they have previews that like say the title and then have the date mm-hmm. i was in a movie theater once and it said uh you know like aquaman mm-hmm. and then the date said like november 25th and then someone in the audience yelled that's my birthday <laughs> i am that this person. is the equivalent of that okay. yeah all right all <laughs> but right. I mean, you could do that at any point it doesn't have to be your birthday it's still funny okay. Okay. Yeah. Also, that's my birthday is a conversation ender, just so yeah. everyone knows. Yeah, we've had this whole conversation that, like, who cares? It doesn't cares? really start. No. There's nowhere to go from mm-hmm. there. Well, in the movie theater, yelling it out pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Yet people get so excited. Your birthday's on the 16th. Mine's on the 17th. Like, yeah. there's anywhere to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just stand there for a few seconds and walk away. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like it. Some birthdays for you guys. John Stewart. Paul Schaefer, Ed Harris, Karen Gillan, and Barry Gordy Jr., founder of Motown Records. Remember him? Barry Gordy Jr. Mm-hmm. Is he still alive? Did he yeah. die? No, I'm just saying. He's still him? alive. Okay. Okay. Like that guy. What, what, what would he need him for? Uh, wow. That's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. What's up with Florida? You got the people in Florida! Our most uh, penis-shaped state has been in the news a lot lately, and um, I guess I should thank you, the Kevin and Bean listener, for sending me this just story. Just thank them. <laughs> just be over, just be nice and thank them. And over and oh, over again. Lord. I hate it when people are helpful. Right? It's so annoying. It's not that. It's the story, you guys. And oh. I, know, I know I have to do it, but I hate it. And I hate myself for doing it. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. and I hate the man who did it. Okay. Marion County Sheriff's Office, Major Crimes Detective Steve Giuliano arrested 21-year-old Citra resident Nicholas Anthony Sardo for having sex with a miniature pony. 
Oh. Name's Jackie G. Mm. Several witnesses came forward and reported this activity, and Sardo confessed to the crime. A witness came forward and reported to de- Detective Giuliano that she had witnessed Sardo having sex with Jackie in a pasture on a family member's property three days earlier. On his own family member's property? Um, his family? I guess it is his family. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, God! That means not so the, much for not mom. The first time. I hate to tell you. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> so it would be better if it was a stranger's yes, horse. Yes, of okay. course. I mean, by a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing about this story I enjoy. Kevin's really thought about how to gauge this. <laughs> <laughs> Another witness came forward saying she had seen it as well, and she approached Sardo about it. He immediately admitted to her that he had sex with the horse. And that he uh, had used a condom because he didn't want to get a disease from the horse. Now, I don't know anything about having sex with horses. What kind of disease could you get from... I mean, the horse Kevin? doesn't have an STD. <laughs> I don't. Okay. What are you worried about catching from the well, horse? I think you get hoof and mouth. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mr. Sardo told the detective that he knew uh, what he did was uh, wrong. He was arrested on uh, four counts of bestiality oh. and sexual contact with the animal. He did it four times. Oh, it sounds man. to me like everyone that asked, he was like, yes, I did. I did. <laughs> he did see that. But how many me. people had to see him do it? <laughs> right. So, and another question. You know a little, a little bit of him thought, I don't want to get this horse pregnant. <laughs> right? He, he does live in right. Florida. He could be that dumb. That's very true. By the way, uh, stipulations of the man's future contact with the horse, it says here, could be determined could by a judge be. in the near future. Jeez. Hey, how about we just keep him away from the horse? <laughs> how about gosh. we give Jackie a break? All right? Oh, I hate it so much. I do, too. I, it's the worst. <laughs> uh, deputies arrested a man who twice drove a stolen car to a pawn shop to sell stolen merchandise in Collier County. So here's what happened. A uh, family member had stopped by a, uh, an, uh, uh, <laughs> I guess a family member had stopped by a family member's home to check out at a seasonal house in East Naples and found out that the car had been stolen. The 2015 Hyundai, red Hyundai, in the, par- in the driveway had been stolen. And the TV was gone. And it turned out that the guy who broke into the house, got the keys, stole the car, and stole the TV, took it to a pawn shop called Capital Pawn about five minutes down the street, sold the TV for 50 bucks. Days later, he steals more stuff from the same house with the same car and goes back to the pawn shop. So twice in the same car. The police had been notified after the first time because they had gotten a report that the car and the TV had been stolen. So they knew something about this dude they were just waiting for him to show up again or waiting for a break on finding the car and he led them directly to him by showing up the pawn shop people at the pawn shop called and said hey the dude's back again trying to pawn more stuff don't you go to a different pawn shop i mean i would think so yeah but I mean, not if you're florida in mm. florida so yeah that, that's true too mm. a, a woman who drove into a crestview waffle house was arrested earlier this month on charges of dui with property damage she's 44 years old she attempted to flee after driving her vehicle into the Waffle House. Uh, two sheriff's deputy deputies were nearby and heard the crash. They kept her from leaving the scene. They also noticed that she wasn't wearing any pants, you guys. Oh. <laughs> and she was unable to stand without assistance. She was very drunk. And sometimes when you're sitting at home with your pants off and you're drunk, you mm. just got to have some Waffle House. Yeah. I, I I've get never, where she's coming from. I've never felt that myself. Mm-hmm. Well, you, okay. don't, you, don't, you don't live in Waffle House country. Oh, that's Kevin. true. That's right. Yeah, if you live in Waffle House country, you know that sometimes it just, it just hits you. Gotcha. 
Did you guys see the picture? It was a viral photo a couple of weeks ago about a guy who was arrested. Uh, it was put on a, a sheriff's office a Facebook page. His name was Charles Dion McDowell. It was drug possession and fleeing from the cops. And he has the biggest neck you've ever yes. seen in your life. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Oh. You mean big as in muscular? Uh, it, just the size. It was like a trunk it was of huge. a tree. Okay. Yes, it was yes. giraffe-like. That's a great way to put it. The neck was the same size as his head. It was like looking at a tree. It was so crazy. Well, he was in the news and he went viral. Once that photo was posted, it had over 300,000 social media shares. And people were going crazy with the neck puns. Yeah. Uh, they should put him in jail and throw away the key. Ugh. You you people should be ashamed of yourselves. All this negativity isn't right at all. Ugh. Yes, but his neck is still at large. I mean, it just went on and on and on, Kevin. This is, I'm, you're not understanding. This guy's neck was big, okay? Chip just showed him the pic. It's what? bigger than his head. You said it's the same size. <laughs> no, it's huge. It bigger. <clears throat> what neck of the woods was he caught oh, in? I mean, it God. just, there was a lot of puns about it. Well, he gets out of jail, by the way, on bond. He was arrested again. Two days later, this time in Lee County, Alabama, driving for the suspended license, and then he sped up and tried to avoid the police. Spike strips were deployed. His car came to a stop. He was charged with attempting to elude, also possession of marijuana, reckless driving, other traffic charges. He has a new mugshot, by the way, so it's going to start all, <laughs> all over right. again. I'm sure he is not amused. He has been released another time on bond. So now he's got two trials to look forward to. So we'll see a lot more pictures of this dude on the Internet. He's got a big neck. <laughs> that's what you said. At the beginning. <laughs> right. It's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not it's not a small neck. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that's what's up with Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Alright, I've been banned from uh, Instagram. Well, you've had quite a run at social media, sir. Kevin, <laughs> god damn it. Well, here's the weird thing is that I got I got kicked off Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And banned, and then I wrote in to say, "Hey, uh, what's up?" And within like a day and a half, they took away my verification. And everything within about a day and a half for two days, they put it back up. Everything was fine. Never heard from them. Huh. No email back. No Nothing. explanation. No Nothing. explanation. Nothing. Right. That's the most frustrating thing about d- dealing with social media companies. They they don't have to tell you anything, and right. they don't. And then you felt relieved. You were like, yes, yes that's it. Fantastic. Has oh, yeah. there just been a hiccup somewhere? I assumed they made Back a mistake and fixed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so no no worries. Maybe two, three days later, Instagram, same thing. But different companies. Yeah. So Instagram, again, bans you. Yes. And gives you no explanation. Correct. No, they did give me an explanation. They said, you violated the terms of our agreement. Please click here if you'd like to read the terms. And you click on it, and it's 50 pages of oh, yeah. no super one has, tiny print. Yeah. No one has ever read the terms <laughs> when they click on it. It's, it's not possible. Is it possible that you put out too many posts in a row where everything was spelled correctly, and they thought you'd been happy? <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Like, that is clearly not him. <laughs> that is possible. I also had somebody that just tweeted in, maybe your head's too big for photos. And I thought, well, that's possible, too. No, but here's the thing about that, is that you can't ask them either. They don't have to and don't respond to anything. 
it is so hard to get banned from Instagram. That yeah, usually they just kind of put isn't. you in a timeout it for isn't. a bit. It's but, not that hard because I went on uh, YouTube and I just typed in the exact warning that I got. And there was... Tons of Nazis who agreed with you. 50, <laughs> there were 50 videos of people saying, this happened to me. I have no idea how it happened. Here's how you get back. But I think Your what Allie was about to say is there are lots of egregious things that people do that are explicitly against Instagram's rules and they don't get banned. They get, oh, that's they true. Manage to stay up. That is true. And I feel like they should do like a temporary block Absolutely. and then you kind of figure out what you did, whatever it's restored within a couple days. So I did get an email at the beginning saying your account has been disabled for violating our terms. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then they gave no, hey, uh, it's only going to be for a couple of days. <laughs> right. No reason, no uh, terms that I violated. Nothing. Not May I like throw that. out a couple of things sure. that are common reasons why people get blocked or banned sure. on Instagram? All right. Mass following and mass liking. Mm -hmm. yes. They have a maximum number. Like They don't want you to be a bot, basically. Right. And well, yeah. Go and just yeah like people, a limit right. of how many pictures you can like. People that exactly. have third-party apps that do that. But right. I was nowhere near that. So was okay. there ever a time during maybe your uh, insomnia when you're up at night where you just like 100 pictures in a row? No. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, excessively frequent publications. That's an algorithm, too, where they you, you can't post too much. I post words. a thing a day, maybe, too. Yeah, maybe uh, a couple times. Maybe. That yeah. seems chill. So it's not that. Yeah. Images or videos violating social network rules. Now, this would be your penis photos, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Those I have a lot of. Okay. Oh, that might have been it. Yeah. Uh, photos and videos featuring naked body, sexual content, and violence are considered inappropriate. No. That, you can be banned for that. Is that no, possible? None of that. No. All right. How about this? And I hate to even bring it up because I don't want to put the idea in anyone's mind, but user complaints. Oh, Is that's it a big one. Is it possible that you have been reported by somebody? I got a saying bunch your of, stuff was inappropriate or whatever. The first day that I brought this up, I got a bunch of people tweeting and saying it's super easy for people who don't like you or just want to mess with you, whatever. They can report you and report you and report you, and Instagram just takes it down. Really? They, don't, don't, even, they don't even look at the no, content? No, they don't I care. I don't believe that because it's true. I've reported people that have oh, they're made fine, death, right? death threats, <laughs> yes. rape threats, all of that. They do nothing. So yeah. I really, I find that hard to believe. Well, all I'm saying is I was looking into all of the reasons why mm -hmm. this might have happened. Different IP addresses and devices is another one. If you're logging onto your account from multiple devices. Are you going to different FedEx Kinkos and <laughs> logging in? Okay. It's a different library. So. I mean, I have a computer and I have my phone. Yeah, same. Right, that's, not, that's not the not same. It. All right. That's it. Copyright infringement. Copyright issue is a big deal on Instagram. All images in your account have to be either yours or permitted by the author. That's that's possible that there were some of those. Mm -hmm. Because you've posted Over, some videos here or there from your television. Yeah, where I like take my phone and I take video of yeah. a football game but or something in four do seconds. That? That's you what I that every five seconds on social media. That's what I'm also, saying. Also, it doesn't feel like a full-time banning. Like that, yeah. that feels just like they take that one down or mm -hmm. disable you temporarily. Right. Yeah. This was not disabled temporarily. This is just disabled. No, forever. They didn't say deleted. They said disabled. Hmm. But it's been a week, though. So then it, I went on, like I said, on YouTube, and I typed in the exact thing that they gave me, and there were 50 videos, and there were so many people, and the answer was always the same. We are Nazis. Re no. no. <laughs> Reply to them. Tell them that your account has been hacked. Hmm. All of them say, doesn't matter if your account has been hacked or not, just say your account has so been hacked. So how many times have you sent this letter in? So they send me an email, mm -hmm. and the email says, thanks for contacting us. Before we can help, we need to confirm that you own this account. Okay. So take a picture holding 
a handwritten code. They give me a five-number code. Okay. I write it in hand. I write my real name and my username. Mm-hmm. And I hold it. And both hands have to be visible. <laughs> this is crazy. Is this really? To, is this to make sure that you don't... Photoshop it? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So both hands have to be visible. And okay. then cu- there were three different YouTube users said, also they have to be able to see both of your ears. All what? right, they're punking you at they're this punking point. You. I went over, I probably watched, I don't know, 15, without exaggerating, 15 YouTube videos about this. And they wow. all say the same thing. Just send it back to them. Send it back to them. Make sure your hands can be seen. Make sure that you're fully in frame. Make sure you write it by hand, blah, blah, blah. And they'll restore your account within two days. And send me $3 million. <laughs> like, I feel like you're being hacked and punked or I something. I do, too. Totally. I, and so that's why I started sending picture, goofy pictures of me, like, really looking dumb. Like, you know how I take pictures? Most <laughs> mm-hmm. of the pictures I take, I look yeah. dumb. So I would hold the piece of paper, and I would send them. I probably sent them 22 to 24. Well, now they can no. ban you for spamming them. Yeah. Responses. Uh, no, so there were many different people said, do it every hour. <laughs> That's what they said, and they'll they'll restore your account. They just need to make sure that you're the person that owns it, blah, blah, blah. So you've heard nothing Not back a from word. them. Not a word. Not a word. After 22 or however many emails I sent them, are your ears, including are you, are, one five minutes ago. Are your ears visible? I'm nervous about <laughs> yes. ears thing. My ears are very, very hands. visible. Both hands, uh-huh. yes. Are you writing the right code? I am. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Hashtag free it's a good question, dog, though. Yeah. yeah, hashtag free But then dog. we went upstairs and we were talking to our, our uh, IT people mm-hmm. and our Instagram people, and they were like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Well, thanks helpful. for all your help. Okay. So then I thought to myself, I've, I've, I literally have responded to them 20 times and yeah. I've not heard a word. Yeah. And how much do I really care? Hmm. Well, now it's the I mean, principle. I, now it, I need you to get back on. It was the principle two days ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, for me, it's for me. still the principle. Okay. Maybe we just make a plea out to anyone listening that knows someone at Instagram. Well, that's Or the even thing if is, you don't. I feel like maybe even it's a computer. I yeah. feel like maybe it's not even a person. Maybe they. <laughs> this is where Kevin goes insane and thinks no, no, computers no. are trying to murder him. <laughs> no, but don't you think they have their algorithms and their computers and that stuff just that they respond to stuff? Ban people? No. Not randomly, but I would think if a few complaints come in or whatever, it gets put into a different. Like this is all automated. Know. You're not contacting. That's, you're not communicating with the person. That's at all. my guess. But I don't know that. What's the I'm, hashtag? I'm what do we need? I'm trying to make... I don't know that there's, there's someone, there's someone for, listening who works for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, that person sure. should be able to at least tell us why he got banned and what mm-hmm. situation he's in. Or Facebook, right. who owns Instagram. Sure. Somebody yeah. has to work for them. I don't know. Yeah. They're not busy right now with any you know right. huge news. Exactly. Um, so that's why I think they don't care at all, even aw. a little bit. Hmm. So how I wish long... they would have asked Mark Zuckerberg about this during the trial. <laughs> yeah. You know? Would have been a perfect time to pin right? him down. What about Kev Dog? How many emails am I supposed to send? Honestly. Yeah. I, I think you've I done enough. Go, yeah. I've done I, it. I, if you've said 20. I said over 20. 20 yeah. yeah. I think that it's pointless to continue. So stop. Because really, my life's not going to change if I don't have Instagram. I love your Instagram. You post such funny things. I feel like I do too. But how much do I care about that? We need to we need to put it out to the people. Yeah. Free Kev dog. Does dog have two or <laughs> it one? Has two G's, G's, but two G's. G's. Hashtag free Kev dog. Okay. And hashtag oh, Instagram. I mean, somehow we have to tag yeah. them. Oh no, we need to okay. put these in all of our stories at Instagram. Hashtag free Kev dog. It, we need to help you. Or at least figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And here's my guess. After having fought this battle behind the scenes for mm-hmm. about five days, mm-hmm. we're getting nowhere. 
Yeah. That's just my guess. Well, you won't admit to the penis pics. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Jensen, what do you got for us? Okay, here's the thing. Uh, Jensen, what do okay. you got for us? All right, okay. Here's, <laughs> that's a very easy way to make me not do a segment. Kevin loves to ask the question, Look, but forget There are a lot of times I don't turn on my own mic, so well, it's nothing I mean, personal. I'm not taking it personal, okay. but because I, I, I have a gem today. And, okay. And I, here's the segment is uh, that I, I found this on YouTube. I found this on YouTube, do, 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 on YouTube, do, 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 on YouTube, do, 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 on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I get it. You hate DJ Khaled. I do. It, yes. it makes so much sense because he's annoying and mm-hmm. he has no self-awareness. It's almost just like 100% hype yeah. and nothing else. I agree with you because okay. the new DJ Khaled is awful. But DJ Khaled has been basically in hip-hop for like a decade before you knew who he was. Oh, really? And the best part about him for a very long time was that he had absolutely no self-awareness to why it's cool. Because now you see him and he's like big, you know, he's yelling and, you know, he's like, keys to success. and So he's sort of playing a representation of himself that he thinks everybody loves? You know how you have that friend who, like, does something funny and you all laugh at it behind his back, but then he figures out you're laughing and yeah. now he's in on the joke and you're like, don't do it anymore? <laughs> right. That's DJ Khaled. Okay. But for a very long time, it was great. He was a Miami radio DJ in the late 90s on a station called 99 Jams. And as you know, I'm very bean-like. Sure. So I listen to radio stations all over the country for no apparent reason. Uh, And and he was like a weeknight radio guy. Oh. Okay. And he didn't, he was like kind of like fighting his way up. I mean, there's some LA guys similar. There's like, Mm -hmm. there was a guy named Felly Fell out here for a long Mm -hmm. time. Like Mm -hmm. dudes who just know a lot of people in hip hop and are radio guys. That was all Khaled was. He wasn't a producer. He wasn't anything. So he would do live reads on this station. And I, I remembered hearing one that I, I couldn't get out of my head forever. And it was the DJ Khaled who at the time went by uh, the offensive name Arab Attack, which is... A, that was his, his that was name? Like his other moniker, DJ Khaled Arab Attack. And I remembered that being one of his names and being like, oh, well, I'm in love with this guy. Uh, <laughs> Bad choices. And then I heard his McDonald's commercials. So these are live reads that he would do on the air for McDonald's. Uh, let's just start with one immediately. And you know how passionate I am about McDonald's. Check this out. Sasha's Biscuit, 89 cents all week. I love Sasha's Biscuits. Let me tell you something about that Sasha's Biscuit. First of all, the biscuit right. is so amazing. And that sausage, mm-hmm. when you take one bite, let me tell you something about that one bite. Yeah. You be like, now this is what you call a good morning. Like, wow. Something to keep in mind about DJ Khaled. He's Muslim. Uh, so he can't eat the sausage. Is biscuit. that right? Yeah, he can't even eat so He's it. acting. You know what's ah. funny, though, is before he became the guy that we all know that's just the hype man and everything, yeah. he still had a lot of that just straight hype. Oh, he's, he's a liar. Talking, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually full of it's a BS. sausage biscuit. Let me break that down for you. There's yeah. a sausage and a biscuit. And a biscuit. Mm-hmm. And he is just, uh, these these live reads were so out of control that I, we be, I became, and a lot of hip-hop became obsessed with them. Now, another thing you have to know about DJ Khaled is he's currently a Weight Watchers ambassador. Uh-huh. He's been so for about eight months. I thought he, he was overweight. He's gained weight. Uh, okay. he's, he's the worst spokesperson for Weight Watchers ever. And even before he became, you know, super famous like he is now, he used to always Instagram pictures of himself on a treadmill or with weights. He's never lost a pound. Wow. Yeah. And one time, while he was on the treadmill, he was like, I'm on the treadmill. 
I'm getting my work done. And accidentally, he's like, I've been here. I've been doing my work. And he's like sweating. But then accidentally, the camera passes the screen to the treadmill. And he, it's like eight seconds. He's been on for eight seconds. <laughs> he was an amazing person who wasn't in on the joke. Here's another part of the live read. And you'll just see he was great at one time. My thing is, I bought three of them. I don't know what you buy. I bought three. And now they only got it for 89 cents only for this week. So I ain't going to lie to you. Might be six. Three on the way to work and three later. I think we figured out why he's not losing weight. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Yeah. he's eating six sausage biscuits. Is Weight Watchers cool with that? Oh, I don't think it's on the point system. (laughs) Uh, Here's some more of Khaled. Now, the chicken nuggets with that barbecue sauce, I don't know about you, but I know about me. I put two or three in my mouth immediately and start eating it like crazy. And you know what I do? I go back in my pocket, I buy more nuggets. And I get another double cheeseburger. You want to know why? Because it's a recession out there, and I love food, and it's only for a dollar. <laughs> I mean, he's I, got a good point. I, I'm going to tell you, this is a very effective commercial. I'm telling you, he was a great radio <laughs> DJ. I, we, just sent, we just sent someone out to McDonald's to bring back this morning, by the way. Because yeah. this is already working. He is a good spokesperson because he wasn't aware. Now mm-hmm. he, now it's so you're used to him saying these things. Yeah, sure. But uh, this one is the one I think of all the time. The McCafe hot chocolate. Let me tell you something about the McCafe hot chocolate. When you put that whipped cream on top and that chocolate syrup and that steamed milk, before you even drink it, when you have it in your hand and you feel how warm it is and you're saying, man, when I take a sip of this and then you take a sip and that whipped cream's on your face and even hits your nose, you don't even get mad. You don't even wipe it off because you immediately go back in for more hot chocolate. You don't even get mad. He's like, and then that whooped cream, that whooped cream up in your face. It's like, it is the craziest person who's ever lived. And again, I know. I need a hot chocolate now. I know it's easy to hate DJ Khaled now, and you should, because he's annoying. he's the worst. He knows the joke. But please understand, there's a decade worth of DJ Khaled before he knew why he was funny. I love it, and I found it on YouTube. McDonald's. I'm, excuse me. We loving it. I found this on YouTube. Do, 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 do. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. First, though, Kevin, you've got a holiday treat for us. William Shatner has a new Christmas album, uh, and it's called Shatner Claus. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's magical. It really well, is an amazing, amazing. I have heard a second of it. I'm very excited. I'm uh, I'm going to hear it for, along with many of our listeners for the first time. But I will tell you, I just brought it up on Amazon, and it says it's a very special gift for the holidays, the first ever Christmas album from the godfather of dramatic musical interpretations and a legend of stage and screen. Okay. Uh, you know who wrote that? William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring an incredible cast of supporting players. So it's not just Bill. You get more than the captain. You get lots of guest stars on the album, too. Who's Judy Collins? Should I know who she is? Yeah, she's a legendary singer-songwriter for 60 years. Kind of a folk music, pop music star. All right, she's helping him on uh, Dreaming of a White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. What does he say? Yeah. 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 Was he Rain Man? It makes no sense to me. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be right. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the ones I, 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 I used to know. <laughs> Sounds like a 
guy doing a Shatner impression. Going on. It really does. It <laughs> really does. Does he know he's being recorded? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Judy Collins sounded great, though. Uh, Billy Gibbons. ZZ Top. ZZ Top. That's what I thought. Okay. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Tell me what's Tell me what's wrong with this. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. Donder? He said Donder. (laughs) There's only eight of them. Yeah, and the same eight have been around for a hundred years. Sabotage. Say his name. Sabotage. What the hell? Yeah. Is, oh. is it possible in Canada it's Donner? No. Maybe they have a different version? <laughs> no. 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 No, its name is Donner. Donner, okay. So why, did he just insist on it? Did oh. somebody not catch it? I guarantee you an engineer told him and he was like, don't care, good take. <laughs> Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. I don't... The most famous reindeer. Is it Randolph? <laughs> <laughs> Who says Donder? It makes what no sense happening? to me. Also, you I have love... to see the cover. The cover of the album. It's like the cheapest Photoshop of William Shatner in he a Santa hat. Dress up. Barely, just the hat really creeping through a Christmas tree. And just the fonts are bad. Oh, this is the jankiest. Like, you, you get the idea that he walked in and 12 minutes later he walked out. He was done with the whole album. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could play the full songs, but I don't have time. Next one is uh, Little Drummer Boy. Uh, <laughs> Little no. Drummer Boy should not be spoken. No. <laughs> it should be sung. I played my drum my for drum him. For him. Why is he saying pum pum pum? I played my best for him. It's creepy. That's a song. Imagine Don't need it. if no. he's recording it in like a bathrobe. Oh, like, and it's open. It's open. Yeah. Yeah. Now on this one, he wants to point out that he's with Brad Paisley. They're okay. very good friends. They're very good friends. Okay. So at the beginning of the track, <laughs> he's very, very despondent as he's about to go into uh, Blue Christmas. Oh. He's it's very a sad, sad song, yeah. It's yeah. a sad song. Mm-hmm. But he does... He there's, does something, there's something uplifting. Correct, yeah. yes. Oh, this storm is never going to end. Oh, man, the snow is piling up. We're stuck here. We're stuck at... Hey, is that Brad Paisley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Brad Paisley. He's stuck here. <laughs> yes. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. And now that's a full country version, wow. and Brad Paisley sings on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play one entire song. <sighs> I do love his voice, though, by the way, William Shatner. He does have a very captivating voice. It really draws you in. Yeah, for, you, you mean for like reading books? Maybe this isn't the best. This use is of that voice? not the best use of that <laughs> no. voice. Okay, what's the I mean, full song we're going to hear? Police Navidad. Police Navidad. <laughs> because you're not going to believe it. You're just. It's just not. It's not believable. Because he's going yeah through. <laughs> no. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Right.
is that happening? Why is he doing Does he think that sounds Spanish? This is the Choco Taco of Christmas songs. Alright, here we go. I'm sorry, that uh, that was him. That was him. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That was William Shatner saying. Sounds racist. It's oh, extremely racist. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh really? I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Seconds, Bean, you can take it. From the bottom of my heart. Uh. You see that? You see that? You see how white people do? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Don't ever play the Felice Navidad again, by the way, please. So play it again? No, don't play it again. Oh, it's the best. Here's Sandy weighing in on the... uh... That's Shatner! I know. I know. Here's Sandy weighing in on at Kevin and Bean on Twitter. Someone please send the caravan to William Shatner's house. (laughs) You don't know what the caravan is, Kevin. Felice Navidad! Okay, we don't need that. We're done with that. We've moved on, actually. Okay. Thank you. Dave Attell and Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster himself, joining us in studio, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, talking about their outstanding new Netflix series called Mike Bumping. First, though. Nope. What? Bumping mics. Bumping mics. Sorry. Bumping mics. Okay. Uh, first, though, John Allen Chow was his name. He was. He was 26 years old. Okay. And he is uh, very much into the Lord. He uh, attended a Christian high school in Washington State. He graduated from Oral Roberts University. And then he went to missionary school. And he has been a missionary around the world ever since. I mean, he... What's missionary school? It's where... It's literally a college for... Yeah, it's, a, it's not a college, but it's, yeah, it's where you go and you get trained to be a missionary, how okay. to go around the world and spread the word of the gospel to people. Gotcha. When you're generally not welcome. He has led uh, backpacking expeditions in California and the Cascade Mountains. He coached soccer to poor kids in South Africa. He worked in Kurdistan with Syrian and Iraqi refugees. He was spoken of as fun, spirited, and engaging. I say all this so you'll be uh, you'll be as upset with Allie as I am at how <laughs> delighted she is that he's now dead. Oh, my God. Because by all <laughs> accounts, he's a great dude. Uh-huh. He, he wanted to share the gospel, Kevin, to some of the most remote people on Earth. They mm-hmm. lived on a tiny little island, they still do, called North Sentinel Island, and it's out there between East Asia and India. And, and were he, they receptive? 
<laughs> they met they met him at the shore, I'll oh, tell you that. Okay, good. With bows and arrows. Oh. And, and they killed him immediately when he landed on the island. <laughs> um he knew it was incredibly dangerous. <laughs> he tried to he hired he hired somebody, a boat, he paid, paid a boat guy three hundred and twenty five dollars to take him close enough to the island that he could go out and walk Wrong the island. boat guy. And he uh, and he tried on November 14th, and they shot arrows at him, including one that pierced his Bible. And he wrote in his diary, he's like, you know, I'm frightened and I'm frustrated, and I know everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I really wanted to cl- I really wanted to declare Jesus to these people. I worry about the soul of the people of the North Sentinel Island. I want to make sure they get to go to heaven, too. So I'm going to try again. And that's what he did. He tried again. Mm-hmm. And this time he made it onto the sand. And then was immediately killed by bows and arrows. And now they're trying to figure out, the rest of the world is trying to figure out how to get his body back. Because this is an incredibly remote tribe who doesn't want anybody coming to their island. So anybody else that shows up to try and Mm -hmm. get his body will Mm -hmm. also be killed by bow and arrow. Uh, Well, and you're leaving out that the Indian government forbids interaction with this island. You are not allowed to go near this island. Oh, is that right? You will be in huge trouble if you're not killed. Okay. The, but but Jesus. Mm-hmm. But Jesus. I hear you. Right, what? but here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Seven billion people. Mm-hmm. A lot of other people you can go to that won't shoot you with arrows. Yeah. Right? That's he, my point. That's my whole point. He Very said, uh, please do not be angry at them or God if I get killed. Rather, please live your lives to obedience or whatever he has called you to do, and I'll see you again. That was what he wrote right before he headed for the island. And his body is still on the island, and people want to get his body off, but nobody's going to go near the island. Now, why is it that the Indian government doesn't want people to visit this island, Dolly? Well, for one thing, they're so isolated and so remote, and they've been living this way forever. Mm -hmm. Anybody that comes on that island, they have no immunity built up. This whole population can be wiped out by someone with the flu. But but they don't know that, do they? Well... There's this whole discussion of, well, they don't know any better. They don't know about the outside world. They've adapted over time, just like we've adapted. So them not knowing about, you know, technology and stuff like that, they've adapted in their own way. No, I hear that. But I'm saying that's not why they shoot people that get on their beach, because they're afraid that they'll be infected with a disease they're not ready for. They just don't like people to come to their beach. There's another island uh, close to it that had the majority of their population Oh, okay. So maybe they wiped out. do know that. They absolutely know because okay. that population was wiped out by a colonizer that went over there. Don't know if he was trying to spread the word of the Lord or what he was doing. But it, these are an isolated people that just want to be left alone. I'm an isolated I, people who just want to be left alone. Why can't I get that? That uh, You need a bow and arrow, circle dude. Circle around me. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. I, I, I too, went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. Catholic high school. I went to a Jesuit college. I believe the word missionary is derived from Jesuits. I know from religion. Are you going to this island to get the guy's body? Absolutely not, because okay. I respect my fellow man. Mm. If you believe in the Lord and you want everyone to know it, uh, that's on you. But here's my thing with religion. Once you cross the line of you wanting everyone to believe what you believe, Mm -hmm. we are in a world of hurt. If your religion teaches you to be a better human being, good on you, no matter what you believe. The second you start pushing that on somebody that isn't receptive to hearing it, you're in the wrong. I'm not saying I disagree with you, but just let me play devil's advocate for a second. 
What if he sincerely believes that people who don't believe in Jesus are going to go to hell and he really is doing it from a good place of trying to help? He's not forcing anyone to convert, but he at least wants to put the material in front of them so they have the opportunity to at least know about it and make a choice. Oh, Maybe yeah. he thinks they don't know anything about it. I'm sure that he had um, all of their language in a big old binder so he could talk to them. They don't speak your language. They do What are you doing, sir? You knew what was going to happen and you did it anyway because you felt entitled. And that is a sickness. So he's a dumbass, basically. He's an a-hole. When he was shot with arrows was two days before... Yes, when he was shot with arrows the first time he came close to the island on the 14th, he yelled, my name is John, I love you, and Jesus loves you. And then he turned around and hightailed it out of there until he tried again two days later. So, yeah, look, he, he look. definitely knew if he was not going to If you get shot well the first received. time you're close... Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe regroup. don't go back there. Regroup. Go, go somewhere else. I mean, there's <laughs> doors. There's doors to knock on. This is a remote, isolated that has already shot you with arrows. That has shot you with arrows. That it's illegal to even approach this island. The, there are government restrictions. So what it's you're just, saying is, if there's anybody out there who needs to spread the Lord, just go to Hawaii or someplace. Right? <laughs> there are nicer islands. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This is Frankie McDonald, my old team stage alive in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Heavy rain is headed towards Southern California oh. on Thursday, November 29th, 2018. That's tomorrow. It's going to bring up to 30 plus millimeters of rain, especially in Los Angeles, California, and San Diego, California. It's going to bring a lot of rain. Winds are going to be pretty strong. That's going to cause a lot of rain in greater Los Angeles, California, Corona, California, Orange County, Anaheim. California and San Diego, California is going to bring a lot of rain. There will be a lot of posts mm-hmm. in the streets. There will be a ton of rain. By the way, um, a couple things about uh, Frankie. He's very concerned about the puddles in the street. I don't, yes. I don't know what he thinks is going to go wrong with the puddles in the street, but we handle them okay, right? Don't we? We do all right with puddles, but with I puddles? Li- he covers everything. He just he wants to inform, and I love the, that about him. There is a lot of rain coming, mm-hmm. you guys. And, you, and, and Frankie has some good ideas about how you can, uh, how you can be prepared for the storm. And that could cause landslides and mudslides in some places because there will be a lot of rain in Southern California on Thursday, November 29, 2018. People in Southern California, be prepared. Have rubble ready, wrinkle ready, wrinkle ready. With a gold tight, ready, wrinkle ready, rubble ready, wrinkle. You guys get the what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even understand wrinkles. that. If you I'm getting wrinkles from what rain, was that I'm last part? All I got was raincoats. I think, oh, uh, raincoats. Yeah. I think Frankie's been doing this too long. He's starting to he's starting to forget. People in Southern California, be prepared. Have rubble ready, wrinkle ready, wrinkle ready. With a gold tight, ready, wrinkle ready, rubble ready, wrinkle. You got it this no time, idea. though, right? No, mm-hmm. no okay. idea. Keep dry. Make sure your Samsung Galaxy shirts, Samsung Galaxy smartphone shirts, Samsung Galaxy tablet shirts, smartphone, cell phones, laptops, and tablet shirts, and every tree sheet before she get ready. Does he have a deal with Galaxy? Now? I hope so. <laughs> he should. Like, yeah. Sure sounds it, like... When heavy rain happens, don't walk through the puddles. Avoid the puddles and go for a walk. Have your umbrella ready as well. If everybody living in Southern California, especially in Los Angeles, San Diego, be prepared for it. Heavy rain on Thursday, November 29, okay. 2018. Right. Don't get caught in heavy rain. Stay Dry, be safe. Stay, stay dry and be safe. Okay, thank, thank you, Frank. You. We thank appreciate you. that very much because we wouldn't have heard about that. Hey, uh, Allie's here. Uh, it's time for What's Happening. And then uh, in about five minutes, we'll give you some tickets to the show. You know, we're talking about the K-Rock Absolute Almost Christmas 2018. We'll tell you how you can win in about five minutes. First, what's going on, Allie? I'm not sure if you saw this video. Uh, we linked it at krock.com. But it's video of a teenager who had this tumor that was discovered because she had a really unusual type of 
epilepsy. And she had seizures that were triggered by listening to music or singing, which is a huge problem because she um, basically is a self-taught musician. So what she loved was triggering these seizures and that was the type of epilepsy she had. I had never heard of it before. It's- Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She wanted to trigger the seizures? No, no, no. She. That's what she... She's a <laughs> that's self- a great question. Oh, I, no, you said, well, I thought you said right, what she loved is triggering the seizures. I'm sorry. No, she, she had these seizures because of what she loved because she's oh, this, gotcha, a self-taught gotcha. musician. Okay. Um, it's apparently called musicogenic epilepsy. Never no, heard of I'd it. I'd never heard of but it. Maybe God is trying to tell her something. You stop it. Oh, yeah. Man, you are <laughs> from terrible. hell. You are from hell. <laughs> if God hasn't gotten to William Shatner yet, That's he's not, not going to to her. So she's having brain surgery and they're recording it. And during her procedure, doctors had her sing a song and she chose Weezer's 2001 hit, Island in the Sun, to trigger the responses so they could work on it. She's in the operating room. Yes. Holy crap. So weird. So she's singing that to make a seizure happen so that they can fix it? And it makes me feel so fine I can't control my brain. Are you mm. kidding with that line right wow. there? So uh, it's it's the most beautiful video. It's it's amazing. Yeah, if you want to see somebody's head split open. Do they, <laughs> do they are they able to fix it? Listen, I don't have all that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought that was important. She's, she's recovering she's, very nicely she's after She's playing the at the Roxy on Friday if oh, you want to see a seizure. No, here's the thing. Hell of a stage show. Yeah, it's Weezer great. sees the headlines circulating the internet, and they reach out to her on Twitter, wishing you a, spe- a speedy recovery. Would love for you to join us at one of the shows in the spring. Shoot us a DM, and we'll make it happen. Any Toto songs you want us to cover? <laughs> Please yes. don't, don't tweet back here. Don't do it. It's lovely. It's lovely that video. That is a lovely story. So, krock.com, you dicks. Do you guys remember the uh, the uproar of the TV show? It was the documentary on um, Tom Brady, Tom versus Time, where he kisses his sons the on the mouth. Audacity to kiss yeah. his son Jack on the mouth. Yeah. By the way, I know that sounds like I heard that and was like, oh, it's probably not that bad. Then I watched it. And it's really bad. It's well, because not- Jack is 24. <laughs> he's he's he actually still too old. He's he 10, was 10. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's happening again. This time, David Beckham got the internet talking. He posted a picture of, on Instagram of him kissing his seven-year-old daughter, Harper, on the lips. They are um, outside ice skating in front of a festive Christmas tree. And people started responding with, how can you kiss this little girl on the lips? This is not right. Not on lips. Cheeks is okay. Uh, uh, hmm. uh, famous dads such as Ryan Reynolds wound up liking the post. And um, Tom Brady commented. And he wrote, dad and daughter, so sweet. Not like the kiss of a son. Yeah. He didn't write that, but he just... <laughs> what is wrong with people sexualizing a kiss between a parent and a kid? I no, no, no. Hold on. I'm looking at the picture of the Beckham kiss. It's just a normal kiss, and that's okay. That's fine. Okay. The, the Tom Was Brady there a tongue one. with Tom Brady? It's, no! It's, it's too, oh, 
come on. Yeah, it's a little creepy. It's too long. He calls him back for a second kiss, and then they hold it too long. It's too long. So there's a time limit? Yes. You don't think there's a time limit? What's on the time limit? One, one thousand. That's it. One second. Jensen. <laughs> Anything beyond that is weird. You know what? Allie. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think if more men showed love to their kids like that, I said you could it would kiss be it. a beautiful thing, and men wouldn't be so afraid of things like showing vulnerability and beauty. Listen. We wouldn't have such toxic masculinity What's more if vulnerable? you'd allow your dad to French you. <laughs> What's, what? What's more Wait, vulnerable what? than touching tongues with your dad? <laughs> I, this is It's the worst. Look at the I'm telling you, if you look at the Brady one, it's too long. Oh, so I've It sounds it. ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. But if I look at it, you say it would change my mind? Stop, watch it. Yeah. Okay. Just time it out. It's not good. Call now. <laughs> no, I don't think we need to. No, kiss me. All right. I don't All right, let me take your mind off of that completely. Yeah. Um, kiss, with- kiss. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, I okay. think that's the sir, fear. Sir, I wish he'd kiss me. All yeah. right. Wow. <laughs> a, lot of t- a lot of turns taken right then. I kissed a girl. Okay. All right. Guys, uh, <laughs> have you ever wondered if um, if your kid swallows a little tiny Lego, how long it'll take before they pass it? I mean, is it? <laughs> Have so, you never had that happen? No, I've never considered that. Well, uh, published recently in the Journal of Pediatrics and Child Health, there was a study. Six people, adults, all volunteered to swallow the head of a typical... Lego figurine. But then, first, kiss it. And then they waited and kept meticulous check of their poop. On average, it took 1.71 days to poop out the Lego. So the whole point of this is to tell parents, don't be searching through your child's poop. They're going to pass it. It's going to be fine. Did it come out in the shape of a starship? <laughs> like it, it was built in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> he ate the whole case. Something, you know. <laughs> All right, listen. A Lego. I don't think it was a whole Lego set. Okay. You I'm guys sorry. obviously can't be privy to these scientific breakthroughs that I'm bringing you. I like the idea, though, that you're like, oh, good news is I got a job. Bad news is I'm searching through poo for a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> so their conclusion was that everything was awesome. Wow, I don't hate it. Don't even file it. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. He pulled it off. I can't. Uh, I mean, I gotta be honest. We're not even gonna file that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, as shocked as you are. Pretty well done. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, happy birthday to Karen Gillan, John Stewart, Judd Nelson, and Ed Harris. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-O-Q. All right, look, here's what I'm saying. We have to come up with a lot of games for this <laughs> for this giveaway. Because <laughs> we're doing it for quite some time. That yeah. was your excuse for Name This Machine <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and it went pretty well. You guys, I, I got all the trophies at home mailed mm-hmm. to me. Did you guys get the trophies for Name This Machine? Oh, yeah. I didn't get any. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Broadcasting, we were recognized. museums, all sorts of things sent me. We stuff, just so. did it yesterday, Yeah, though. they said it overnight. Already, overnight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here's, the, uh, here's the thing. Is the K-Rock's absolute almost acoustic Christmas 2018 is coming up the weekend after this one ahead of us. Saturday and Sunday, December 8th and 9th at the Forum. We are giving away tickets to night one right now with Smashing Pumpkins, 30 Seconds to Mars, Third Eye Blind, Greta Van Fleet, Bad Religion, AFI, and more. Plus, you get access to the Bud Light backstage passes. Now, um, the, the game is called 
Tell me what it means. Yeah, I'll tell you what it means, what it really, really means. Don't tell me what it means, what it really, really means. I'll tell you what it means, what it really, really means. Don't tell me what it means, what it really, really means. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I really, really, really wanna know what's a FUPA. FUPA is the acronym for Fat Upper Area, for those of you not in the know. Oh. What's happening? Wow. That's uh, wow. Bug explaining That's... how, tell me what it means. means. <laughs> wow. wow. And why is it happening? More importantly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, Ali, you are our host. We have callers on the line ready to go. What do they need to know? Um, I'm going to give you an acronym. Like an acronym. Ac- what? <laughs> Hmm? An acronym would be the um, initial letters of the words, and you pronounce it as a word. So, like, FBI, what does that mean? Well, it's the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We're basing this off AFI, right? right? AFI, which is A a fire inside. Correct. Chud. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Okay, that was just for me. That was just for me. Yeah. So, I'm going to give you what it is. You just have to tell me what it means. Okay. okay. I like it. And mm-hmm. if you're right, you go into the drawing and somebody at the end will do a drawing. Somebody will win tickets to the show and the Bud Light backstage area as well. Who's up first, please? Uh, Alvaro in Carson. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey, Alvaro. Hey, how are you? Good and yourself? Good. ESPN. ESPN? Yes. What does it stand for? I have no idea. Well, I, I didn't either, I mean, Alvaro. You could, you could take it letter by letter. I mean, he doesn't know. He yeah. doesn't know. Well. It <laughs> All right. It's Entertainment Sports Programming Network. ESPN. Oh. I'm with you. Oh. I wouldn't have got that Sorry one about that. So tell me what it means, what it really, really means. Let's go it's to... Like uh, ESPN or something. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's right, go next? Andrew in Claremont. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Hey, Andrew. D-O-A. Uh, dead on arrival. Indeed. Ooh. So tell me what it means, what it really, really means. Nicely done. Let's go to Gabriel in Covina. Good morning, Gabriel. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, thank Good. you. Good. All right, Gabriel. Mad. I think you can uh, spell that one for Go ahead. Mothers against... Y- yes? Mothers, mothers against drunk driving? Yes. 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 Tell me what it means, what wow. it really, really means. Stop for a drink in between. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, kind of a downer. DOA into mad? Right? Listen. What are you doing to us? Pick Alan? it up. What I do. Uh, let's go to Steven in Moreno Valley. Hi. Hey, Steven. Just to... Hey, um, going, guys? Good. good. Just, to, just to keep with the uh, downer. What are you going to do, HIV? <laughs> 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 I was going to do dare. Dare. Um, drug abuse resistant, resistant education. Hi. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Impressive. Somebody's a junkie. Somebody's, Somebody's a, a junkie? junkie, did you say? Yes. That or was maybe very... they just paid attention when Nancy Reagan was telling us stuff. Look how many times he's been in <gasps> rehab. That's He's incredible. a narc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Vicky. Good morning, Vicky. Hi, guys. How are you? We are good. Good. Vicky, good. what about scuba? Scuba. I didn't know this one either. That one's so hard. Oh. Take it letter by letter. <laughs> so you're saying take it letter by letter. Yes. Go on. Yeah. So yeah. What? what? And I've done it. Hey, um, I've done it before. So um, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. What yes. the hell? Yes. Superstar. Unbelievable. So tell me what it means, what it really, really means. How did she do that? Narc. narc. That was good. <laughs> so narc. All over narc. Uh, let's go to Brent and Irvine. Good morning, Brent. What a deal party, nephew. 
Oh, switched it up. <laughs> nice. I like it. Brent, what about SWAT? SWAT. Specialized weapons attack team. Um, I mean, that's pretty close. Uh, you well, want to take another crack at it? You're half right. Um, it's I. I would guess. I'm just guessing. Like I said, it's. I know it's specialized weapons, and then maybe. Oh, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm. I'm failing today. Well, I, I know I you said. I mean, he said it. Tactics. He didn't it's, say it. It's special weapons and tactics. That's what we were looking oh. for. Yeah. So sorry, Brent. Sorry. Thank yeah. you for playing, though. Too All bad right, you're I think not we got time narc. for a couple more. Right? It would have helped if he was a narc. Yeah. Sophia Lamarada. Hi. Hey guys. Hey Sophia. How about NASA? Um, they just National, put a ship on Mars. National, that helps, Bean. Thank you. National Agency Space Aerospace? I don't know. You're- it's okay. It's all right. It's National Aeronautic and Space Administration. Oh, it's right on the tip of her tongue. Right? So yes. Very close. Such nerds, anyway, right? All right, one more, you guys. <laughs> Let's go to Sarah in Lakewood. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi, Sarah. What about ice? Oh, <laughs> it is in the news immigration line. and customs enforcement. Yes. Indeed. Well done. So tell me what it means, what it really, really means. I'm very impressed with many of our listeners today. Sarah and Andrew, Gabrielle, Stephen, and Vicky, as I understand, are all in the drawing for night one of the Kid Rock Absolute Almost Christmas 2018 and Bud Light Backstage Passes. Unfortunately... Mostly losers on the line. Only one can win. Who's it going to be? Hey, Jensen, who's not going to have FOMO? Oh, boy. Uh, Gabriel, congratulations. Gabriel. (laughs) Yay him, boo me. (laughs) That's what they're doing. Yay him, boo (laughs) Alex. Congrats, Gabriel. We'll see you there. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. And thanks for playing the game. You do, too. I'll tell you what it means, what it really, really means. I'll tell me what it means, what it really, really means. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. So without further ado, I don't want a gigantic round of applause for them. Just a kind of obligatory, well, I guess we're supposed to clap at this point because he told us to. The greatest comedy team since Ike and Tina Turner. <laughs> Jeff Ross and Dave Attell. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen. Their new Netflix series is called Bumping Mics. It is out now. Jeff, Dave, welcome back to K-Rock, guys. Thanks, Kevin and Bean. Thanks for having us, of guys. Of course. It's our pleasure. How long? You made reference a couple of times during the show that you guys have known each other forever. How long has it been for reals? I would probably say our entire career got to be 25 years. Wow. Five years. Yeah. And Dave was already kind of up and swinging, mm-hmm. hosting the like best open mics when I was trying to put my hat in the... In the, you were one of the open micers? Yeah, and Dave was already the king. And did he deny you at any point? No, he was always very <laughs> nice. kid. He didn't, he didn't really know who I was yet, but he had a great joke about Ellie Wiesel and uh, having, a la- <laughs> having a laser light show. Laser Wiesel. That was laser Wiesel. planetarium. And I was like, I it was like a different time. It was a different America. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Jeff. I said, look at this good-looking young kid. He's going to make it. And, you know. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and you really forge, I mean, the one thing that I, the sense of community that I get from watching the show, we'll get into some details about all the special guests that dropped by over the course of the three nights you did this, but there's such a, a community. I mean, you guys, not just you two, but the whole community really loves each other and supports each other. It just must be a wonderful family to be a part of. Can I can I say right away is that uh, all the people that dropped by not only were uh, 
great comics, but as you said, they are friends, and they and I think I think the reason why they they drop by is not only for the like helping us out, doing us a favor, which is for sure they did that. It's just that right. like other comics love when you're doing something out of the. Uh, not, not, not the usual where they get to like just be loose and hang. They don't have to learn lines. They don't have to go right. and make up. They just show up and get to be funny. And it's almost like you know, it's playtime. It's it's not work at all. And if you're in a group, it, it's not all yeah. on you either. And they know that. Like yeah. we we totally have their back. We're so excited to have them there. And you know, I'm I'm not the best interviewer. I, I you know, we we just playing for laughs. So it's not like it's a you know a serious thing. It's it's just just fun, just pure fun. And Jeff. Who is awesome knows all these people, yeah. And like, you know, I was surprised every night. Like, who's going to be here? It's like Bruce Willis and and uh, what's her name? What's your aunt's name? My aunt Donna. Donna. Aunt Donna. I mean, come on. Is that a one-two punch? Is that a one-two punch or what? (laughs) Yeah, we really we really mixed it up. Like friends and family. It was the end of a tour. Um, we, Dave and I had been on tour for you know a couple of months, and rather than do one more tour date as a special, we just set up in Greenwich Village at one of our home clubs, the Village Underground, for three nights. Now, do you go to Netflix and just say, "Look, we're going to do three nights"? So that's our thing. Netflix wanted more than that. They did. Okay. They would have done a four night. And, <laughs> and, and uh, Dave and I looked at each other and go, well, "Let's leave them wanting more." <laughs> when you guys get up on stage, I know you both have a million jokes in your head because you, you know, you, you've been doing it for so long. But it, it, the sense I got is it could go anywhere, and you were just open to whatever happened next. It didn't even seem like there was a there, there was a playbook at all when you took the stage. Here's our production meeting. All right. Dave smokes a cigarette in the hallway 45 right. seconds before we get introduced. Okay. And says, uh, don't forget to ask me about Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> we keep it loose. We keep it fluid. And then I, then I have nothing after that. Adapt or die. That's our motto over there. So when I, when I run out of jokes, I look at Dave and or I order mozzarella sticks from the bar. And <laughs> something Jeff happens. does eat more on stage than any comedian you've ever seen. By the way. He gets hungry about every 30 minutes. Jeff is uh, because he's high. <laughs> Jeff well, brings a. It, it takes a lot of energy to to keep up with Dave. I, well, need, I need to carb up. That's pretty yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I'll say one thing is that uh, the looser it is, I think the more fun it is. But since it was like a, a Netflix thing, we wanted to step up the game, so we brought a lot of material that we've been working on the road. We always riff. I think that is always our best stuff. Is like it's just in the moment, and uh, you know we did a bunch of casino shows, we did a bunch of tours, and like um, you know I, I can't say it, I can't say it enough. This guy is great, loose with a crowd. I mean, like you know, it's just keeping up with that is 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 a lot of fun. Too. I mean, both of you seem so at home on the stage. You're not worried for a second. Maybe and that's... a little too comfortable at times. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Allie. Yeah. It's fine. Somebody yeah. had to drop the hammer on this no love problem. fest over here. Said <laughs> <laughs> so we had an adult in the room. <laughs> said, Allie, who's wearing, said Allie who's wearing the uh, the cape from the hair cape. salon. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. That brings me in my next question. Let's hear it. When you guys go after each other, there's like this camaraderie. It's amazing. Then you bump the mics like, oh, that was a good singer, that type of thing. But then when you turn it to the audience, Mm -hmm. I love how much people love it. Like there's genuine joy from these people that are like, he just ruined my outfit. He just ruined my cape. It's not a great cape. I get it. I love it so much. But has there ever been anyone in the audience that took Yeah. Oh, I I think, well, Jeff could tell you better than me because he's been, you know, he's the top man of roasting and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I would say that crowd, 
they definitely wanted it. Yeah. And they definitely showed up for it. And uh, when you talk about, like, um, when we go after each other and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, that's the pure joy, the joy of I it. I love it. I love that part. Yeah. yeah, and the way you two look at each other when you know he just got you, <laughs> yeah. it's... It's awesome. I got like a boner like 10 times watching it. <laughs> Jeff, good. let me ask you, uh, if you're just joining us, by the way, Jeff Ross, David Tell, in studio with us now on the Kevin Amici bumping mics with both men available on Netflix right now. I want to ask you this because you, you know, you've been doing your roast battle show too. Yeah. Is there anything off limits between you two when you jab at one another? There is. And what is it? I don't like, <laughs> I don't like when Dave calls us old. Yeah. I feel like, like we it. are in our prime. Okay. We're yeah. at our top of our game. And sometimes Dave will be like, Does Dave do we've been lot? around so long. Like, we'll bring, like, college I'm, kids on stage. I'm <laughs> team Dave. When Dave said, that. I'm dying, I'm like, I feel you, brother. <laughs> he, he totally, that's so true, Jeff, that you said that. It's like, he is the most positive guy. He is like, he's like a Tony Robbins, like, uh, tape right now. It's like, you know, you can do it. You got to believe in yourself. I'm the most negative. It's like uh, there's a rain cloud, you know, and like he's just like a rainbow over there. So it's actually when Dave came to LA is when the wildfires went out. <laughs> <laughs> he brought the grade. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We're with Jeff and Dave again. The specials are on Netflix right now. You got to watch all three. You can't believe how funny they are. You guys, more of their guests in a moment. Right after this on K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Two of our favorites back in studio on the Kevin and Bean Show. Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster General, and Hi. comedian actor Dave Attell as well. Bumping mics with Jeff Ross and Dave Attell is now on Netflix. Three yeah. episodes filmed over a weekend in New York. Jeff, you said you get uh, a lot of inspiration out of being in New York. Does it feel real different to you than being in Los Angeles? I feel I, I, I feel funnier in New York. Funnier? Everything hits me in a different way. The smells, the sights, all the comics. And you're considered good-looking in New York, too, right? (laughs) Are you roasting me, Kevin? I think you're thinking of the Ukraine. Are you poking the bear, Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and, and honestly, it's because when I get there, Dave's there. And he raised, he ups my game. Oh, you guys love so much. I go on stage with Dave, and I can't, like, slack off. i got to mm. bring my A game. Can't bring pretty. a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we played a clip when we brought you on from Gilbert Gottfried. And I, he steals episode absolutely. two. As You're far absolutely. You're absolutely right. There's nothing, great. There's, nothing, great. there's nothing your listeners need to hear more at 8 in the morning than from Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah. That sounds you like... Guys, you guys finished the show, and it was a huge <laughs> night. And yeah. you thank you for coming. We love you. Good night. And immediately, the crowd starts chanting, Gilbert, yes. Gilbert. <laughs> like, they just couldn't wait for absolutely. you to get up the stage. <laughs> so Gilbert could come back on. He's fascinating to me, that dude. Yeah, he's, he's a weirdo. Fascinating. I've said it before that he was the missing link, the missing part of our team. Is like Gilbert completes us because it's like him and I. You know, we're broken toys, but Gilbert is like the original maker. He is like the guy, <laughs> and he is like he he is like a rock in a storm. Like you could throw any insult at him, and he'll just like smile, and then like slowly you can see the like like rant, like buffering in his head. Something's gonna come out, and it's like watch out. Get we everybody were, out of the way. Here it comes. We were broadcasting from New York for a week one time, and we had Gilbert Gottfried in the first day, and we said, come back anytime. And so he came back the very next day. He was just jogging. <laughs> he was in the air. He came back, same clothes. Yeah, that's that he right. was born the day before. Wow. Uh, and like three, four days in a row, he came back and, and Gilbert said, Gilbert hey, is I'm awesome. Here. Doesn't like to fly. So how does he get around? 
mega bus. Does Would he? Would you want to sit next to Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. That is a new reality he show. He doesn't fly at all? Yes. Instead of comics driving cars when wow. getting coffee, <laughs> Gilbert on a mega bus. <laughs> oh, we uh, we all saw his you know his documentary, which was a fascinating look at his some somewhat normal life, I guess, with Absolutely his fam- family and everything yes. like that. But th- there's something that I just can't put my finger on that is so fascinating about him. I mean, is he loving his life, or or what do you guys think? You, you know, think if you ask, is he happy? If you yes, if you ask him uh, how his wife and kids are, he'll go yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's his version of happiness. Okay. His wife well, is we also awesome. got that's to meet his wife when she was in, yes. and mm-hmm. their relationship is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they're very loving towards one another, but I imagine that that's his meh, whatever. But then Gilbert the way they basic, look at each other. Gilbert basically has a cramped, overheated, tiny studio apartment that he lives in inside a $4 million co-op. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like somehow Dara has built this amazing life for Gilbert. She's awesome. Around his nonsense, his craziness. <laughs> when you and guys... it's beautiful. And his kids, Max and Lily, are totally hilarious. Beautiful. Totally yes. charming. They're... they're a, they're just great kids, I feel and like they worship Gilbert. They so if there's a bring him. your dad to school day, they're taking him. Oh yeah, he walks well, into you... school. He 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 loves those kids. Max and him watch old uh, you know monster movies, black and white monster movies, and they draw together and they walk all over New York City together. And it's a he's a really lucky guy, man. When you guys go out after the show to the deli and yeah. you all have corned beef and saggots with you too, I'm thinking that must be like the most fun. Part of your whole day is just four comedians sitting in the booth just... Well, you could say four Jewish people eating corned beef in a deli. Go ahead. You don't have to label us as comedians. Some of us are accountants and lawyers and doctors. <laughs> Look Let's at that group about- of comedians over there. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the people that uh, that jump up in the Netflix special, because people are going to be surprised. Who were who are your, uh, your, your guests that you brought up? Michael Che. Amy yeah. Schumer. Uh, Michelle Wolf, Nikki mm-hmm. Glaser, Hassan Minaj, Rachel Feinstein, Nikki Glaser. You said. Um, let's see. Doctor Ken, Doctor Ken Jong, wow. Paul Rudd, Bruce Amazing. Willis, yeah. my uh, Aunt Donna, uh, the uh, Tower Twins, the right? ta- Israel Del Toro, Israel they- Del Toro, oh, an amazing God bless guy, him. super funny. This guy, honestly. Jeff and I, we, you knew him before me for sure. Uh, tell him how you know. I met him here and there over the years, but. We were in San Francisco doing the Bob and Lee Woodruff Foundation Stand Up for Heroes show. Raises money for severely wounded people from battle, American soldiers. And this guy comes on stage. There's a guy with one leg. He pulled his leg off, kind of upstage the whole show. <laughs> How do you follow that? We didn't. We said goodnight. <laughs> but we never really got to roast this guy, Izzy Del Toro, who's, who's burnt. He's a severely burnt person. It's not even the top thing you think about when you meet this guy because he still teaches, uh, you know. He's a parachute instructor for the Air Force. No, it was an IED attack. He's burned over 80% of his body. Wow. It's an amazing It's an amazing story, really, honestly. So he comes to our show. So, of course, and I see Dave, like, grabbing the mic with rage. He's like, where's this going, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on. <laughs> and don't by the way, it, we don't... both have done, like, USO, like, for a long, long time. And, like, yeah. A lot of true benefits. So this is, like, a new level for me. We're right. super kind of respectful. Thing. And then suddenly somebody volunteering to get roasted. Yeah. 
And, you know, we don't hold back. And we gave it to him good. And then he finally got the last laugh. He said, standing next between me and Dave, he felt like George Clooney. <laughs> so <laughs> He's so like that. What yeah, a great funny. guy. Yeah. He really is great. So it's um, like a friends and family kind of vibe. I wouldn't even say it's a roast show. It's sort of just like a ball-busting parade. Who came <laughs> up with Bump the Mics? How'd Jeff. that happen? That's Jeff. Um... I'm not sure how we started actually doing the bumping. Someone asked me that the other day. I think I, it's your idea for sure. No, but I mean, I feel like the bumping we just did organically. Okay. We probably just looked at each other and just bumped. Just sort of like a congrats. But calling it bumping, like we didn't even realize we were doing that. And then when we went to a comedy festival, the Montreal Just for Last Comedy Festival, I finally talked Dave into going on the road for three nights to do it up there for festival money. So he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and Canadian, you know, just tolerance. They <laughs> have goodwill and science. <laughs> and, uh, and my agent, Stacy, said, well, what's the show called? And I said, let me call you back. And I thought about it, and I ran bumping mics by Dave. Of course, he was like, two on the nose. Nope, not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I called my agent back, and I said, bumping mics. It's perfect. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, you know, the rest is history up until this moment. I wanted you know? to go with something else, like maybe like the other Walking Dead. Or... Um... <laughs> You what know, was your thing yesterday? Uh, yeah, two Costellos <laughs> looking for an abbot. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel and Hardly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know where we rate on all the comedy teams. What do you guys think? I'd say we're we're probably in the top hundred of oh, comedy I think teams. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Top yeah. hundred. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that like we're somewhere between. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, you know, there was a there was a high bar with uh, Netflix because they had. Steve Martin and Martin Short, they did their thing, and I watched that. That makes day. it tough. That was that great. was like super, like a lot of talent, yeah. a lot of like sketches, Props, yeah, back and forth. And we were like, you know what, we, we don't have dancing. any of those skills. So they we'll do a gonna... show, we do a party. It's yeah. different. Yeah. Our thing is like the Ramones. It's very punk rock. Every joke is quick and fast, and I think our jokes per minute is is really high. I totally yes. agree. And Netflix, I mean, I, look, I, I'm the millionth person to say how much they've changed the comedy game, certainly the economics of it, yeah. and it's certainly been great for comedians. But I'm telling you, as a, a guy like me who really didn't used to watch comedy on television that much, Netflix, is, I mean, it's changed my whole perspective on it. I watch so much comedy now just because huh. it's so convenient and so commercial free and I just I love it. Well let me ask a question since you know we're all in the in the same loop here now of like mm -hmm. uh you you remember live performance and now uh you know watching it on cable mm -hmm. and now you're watching it basically on your phone or mm -hmm. your laptop and like the comedy experience is becoming like such a like super personal thing now. It's like right. you know do you do you find like here you are laughing and your cat goes like, meow. I mean, like, it's weird, like, when you're just there alone. It is bizarre, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just there by yourself laughing. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, think I, it, comedy's just more important than, than it's been, <laughs> at least in my lifetime. It's, I'm I sorry, what's I was just that you looked at me when you said your cat. I was like, oh, no. You. I don't have a cat. I mean, you are a woman of a certain age, Allie. I, I mean, hear come on. you. Allie's never looked better. Boom! Bumping it. Thanks. <laughs> you think somebody wearing a cape from a hair salon would have a nicer hairstyle? <laughs> wow. I mean, too far. Before, before we go, of all before people we go, we're going to talk about hair. You're right. This guy. All right. Finish that thought, Jeff. Comedy is more important now than ever. I think you're right about because that. Because we're, it's everybody's unsure and uncertain and anxious and depressed and 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 uh, and angry and angry yeah. and, and and scared, quite frankly. And everything's watered down. The media is compromised, but comedy is still very potent, very truthful. You wouldn't want your 
you know, it's the best medicine, right? Laughter. So you wouldn't Absolutely. want that watered down. You wouldn't Absolutely. want any medicine. Dave, will you co-sign those remarks and leave us on a positive note? Wow. Wait for me to uh, throw it out. I would say that comedy is changing uh, in America. As Jeff said, it is uh, like a rough time. And that uh, the fact that, like, I'll, I'll just say it and I don't want to jinx it, but, like, the feedback both that we've gotten from both comedy fans, other comics, I mean, I was blown away. It really is amazing to see that people still like it, like unfiltered, dirty, quick humor where, uh, you know, it's not all positive messages and all that kind of it's stuff. It's not so all PC. It really, it, really, it really did shock me, and I, and I can't thank these people enough. How do you handle those compliments? How do I? Yeah, is it difficult? I go into a shame cycle. I lock myself in a closet. I, I wouldn't post it, but I got the best compliment ever when I woke up this morning to come here. Okay. Direct message, Instagram, from Drake. <laughs> Bumping mics Bumble is brag. so good. Holy F, I haven't laughed at something like that in a long time. Wow. So, like, but he thought know. he was sending that to a teenage girl. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what, Chusa? Maybe. <laughs> but, wow. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I, I live for the feedback. <laughs> we sidetrack you. You live for the feedback. And, you know, look at Jeff. He loves out. rap. Mostly yeah, a sure. chicken rap, though. Bumping sure. <laughs> <laughs> mics with Jeff Ross and David Tell. I think you can tell by now. We loved it. It's uh, season one now available on Netflix. Season Don't one. miss it. Uh, Jeff, Dave, we <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> season one. Well, it's season one. It is, right? It's also, be... it's also season two, three, and four. <laughs> yeah. It'll be back. Believe me, they're going to make you make more of these. They really are. Boom. Uh, we love you guys. Love Happy you holidays. Guys. Thanks for coming Love in. you back. Thank you, guys. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Now, here's Allie with what's happening on a Wednesday. A couple years ago, we saw men that were wearing a lot of glitter in their beards. Kind of took over Instagram. Oh, check me out with my glittery beard. Mm. Which gave me just so much anxiety, thinking that glitter is everywhere. You are never getting it. It's just a problem. I have been, a, uh, I've been medicated for OCD yeah. uh, most of my life. Yeah. And one of the ones that has stuck around, glitter. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, still really? pretty bad. Really? So what do you do at a strip club? Uh, I don't go <laughs> for many reasons, but one of them, there's glitter there. There's glitter, right? Yeah. What was that? What was that about? Why were men doing that? Was that a, chari a charity push or something? No, or? just to no, hey, look at me, I've got hey, glitter okay. in my beard. It's very be weird. Cool. Then it turned into men hanging little ornaments in their beard. Yeah, I've seen that. That's awful. Yeah, and then it turned into little Christmas lights throughout your beard and you'd have to wear either a scarf or a hat so you could put the battery pack. Sure. You know, disguise it. Well, us ladies are not going to be denied. We want in on this Christmas spirit on our face region. <laughs> this, uh, this is so dumb. And it first debuted last year but didn't really take off. But okay. now, oof, gangbusters. What you're going to do is you're going to um, coat your eyebrows with wax. What? So they look like little branches. <laughs> okay. Then you're going to attach little baubles, little glitter, sometimes even stars. To your eyebrows? To your, to your eyebrows. eyebrows. They're known as Christmas eyebrows. So that's happening. Is it? In the world. Is it too late to s stop that from happening? Uh, to make sure those people never have children. Mm -hmm. I hope it shuts populate. their eyes. I literally hope it shuts their eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just swell yeah. shut. Yeah, just absolutely glues it together. Like and they some can't see sort of allergic reaction and they're blind for life. That's yeah. what you want. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Tree eyes. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> God. It's so annoying. What do you need? It really is. It's so dumb. It's so much look at me. Stop it. Uh, but it's like... 
everyone's going to ask you all day long what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just an attention-seeking right. monstrosity. Yeah. I hope so, they go blind. So you hate Christmas is what I'm picking yeah, up. The Jew in the room. All right. Allie, do you mind if I uh, if I mention that is not the story that I thought you were going to do when you were talking about the things <laughs> that ladies were going to put on their face? Oh, no. Have you seen the other story that has uh, become very controversial? Kate Beckinsale is involved in some other Hollywood celebrities, Kate Blanchett, Sandra Bullock. They're all talking about the, the penis facials. Have you heard about those? Oh, yeah. That's a long time ago, though. But it's it's hot. It's it's back in the news. Kate Beckinsale has taken a lot of heat. She deleted her post about it. Mm. Um, uh, help me understand. Here's what they do. They take the foreskins of Korean babies and clone them <laughs> and then liquefy that. This can't be real. And then put it in a serum from those stem cells. This is not a thing. It's all true. And apparently you put it on your face and it makes your skin glow. I was thinking of something else. I have a much quicker version. <laughs> I'm not sure it's as effective. <laughs> it doesn't take as long, though. That's all I'm saying. Fewer it steps. Involve, does it involve cloning <laughs> Korean babies? I'll tell you that. <laughs> but this is a this is a thing that that people are doing. By the way, yeah, yeah. They, why? Stop it. Yeah. Okay. Back right. to you. I hope they go blind. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I had an experience once where I. Almost got blind. Yeah. Right? We got it. I just you don't need the visual cue. Yeah. <laughs> Which helps a lot on the radio. <laughs> yes, nope. please. No. Nope. Yes, please. Still only Wednesday. Come on now. Oh, you guys, this Spider-Man into the Spideyverse animated feature. It looks so good. People are losing yeah. their minds. It's over this movie. Right? <laughs> the reviews are nuts. Nuts. Yeah, it's like considering it one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, people yeah. people are losing it over this movie. Um, it opens December 14th and kind of building on the whole buzz around it, Sony Pictures is looking at ways to continue its expansion into the animated franchise. They're already planning a Spider-Verse sequel that continues Miles uh, Morales' story. And they're now looking at a Spider-Woman film Focusing, Ugh. I know, gross. That's disgusting. Focusing. I've never, Spider-Man has never been a woman. That is absolutely disgusting. Well, I don't even know why they would want to do that. What, what's gonna, what's gonna come out of her arms? Blood. Oh uh, wow. What are they gonna have to put tampons well, I mean, in there to stop I mean, the superpowers? That took a real weird turn. It is a superpower because it it enables us. To oh have yeah, babies. my wife really does show a superpower when she. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing she's good at. Yep. Eating ice cream that week. Oh, dear. And yelling at me, telling me to take out the trash. I don't think it's uh, well, the, the related. Oh, it's uh, Donald Trump, and I approve this. <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, focusing on, on three generations of women oh, with Spidey three, powers. Even the old one? <laughs> oh, my God. As if it's not bad enough, there's a woman you got to bring an old in? Like Spider Gwen. I'll tell you what's spider filled with woman. spider webs and cobwebs uh, oh. on that old woman. Okay. All right. Oh. Thank you, sir. <laughs> spider Girl. Silk. You right. should move on. Madam Web. You should move on. Maybe he'll leave. <laughs> they already did it to the Ghostbusters. They are all of them. Yeah. All of them filled with slime. I don't know. I'm out of things. <laughs> You tapped out? Yeah. The Spider-Man movie looks I'm good. I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to go because the next story is so sad. So I just... 
Oh, hey, Victoria Beckham expanding her online presence with her very own YouTube channel because a lot of people want to see her beauty tutorials and uh, styling tips. <laughs> really? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Strong story. People really looking for this? Okay, I do want to do this story because I read it and I thought, that's odd. Okay. LO Cool J is suing promoters of hip-hop festival Rock the Balls, claiming oh. they ripped him off. And I was like, oh, because he did Rock the Bells? That's weird. And then I thought, who has Rock the Balls? And it, <laughs> it delighted me to no end. And then I realized that's just a typo. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Uh, Rock the Bells. Which is a huge hip-hop festival. It's a huge festival. And, of course, that came out in 2004. LL Cool J song came out in 1985. So he's like, uh, hi. But I literally thought, oh, LL is like going after Rock the Balls because it's too close to Bells. I've been here for years rocking my peers and putting suckers in fear. Mama said, knock you out. Thank you. Balls, 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 balls. Make some noise. Now I demand a rock the balls festival. Right? Right? Just everyone getting facials. Like we were talking about the first story. Bring it all back. Is this the sad story? Are you going into the sad story now? No, I'm not gonna do the sad story. Oh, that would be great. It's too much. Okay. What? What did you say? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. John Stewart and Karen Gillan, Judd Nelson and Ed Harris and everyone else that's nope. having a happy birthday. Nope. Only Wednesday. Still, still no? It's just Wednesday. <laughs> What's happening? On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow Nobody morning... Nobody asked you, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> I miss it! Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We talked to R.J. Bell from Vegas about uh, week 13 of the NFL. We have Bo Bachman in studio talking about the L.A. Auto Show. Uh, get up on this with Jensen, and we've got your tickets for K-Rock's Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas and passes to the Bud Light backstage as well tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.